Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. All right, Snoopy, thank you very, very much. And uh, welcome back to our second hour, folks. If you just joined us, I'm here every uh, Saturday from 1 until 3. Sponsored by your neighborhood Ace Hardware. Let them know that uh, you listen. Please do. And uh, thank you for that. I will be very grateful if you would do that. A couple of things I need to mention. Ace uh, has pre-emergent weed killers. And if you are in the mood for uh, applying such, I would very much suggest you get it done. Um, Don't know that I would put it on today, but I would certainly put it on tomorrow after whatever rain comes through tonight. Um, Pre-emergent. I'm going to spend just a moment uh, dealing with this because it has been such a source of questions uh, this uh, this year as it always is at this time. Pre-emergent weed killers refers to uh, herbicides, weed killers that you put out before you can see the weeds, before they emerge, before they germinate. Once you can see them, you've blown it for that kind of weed killer uh, at that, uh, uh, you know, for that for that year for that season. So it's pre-emergent weed killer. Uh, there are granules. I'm going to be talking about three different kinds. Doesn't matter what which one of these you use. One is Dimension, which is commonly sold in retail nurseries, independent retail nurseries. One is Halts, which is called Weed X with Halts, and that's commonly sold in um, uh, in hardware stores and some of the national box stores. Uh, obviously, I would love to have you go into independent hardware stores. And then the third is Baylan, B-A-L-A-N, and that is often sold in uh, in feed stores, farm supply stores, and there is a great deal of crossover and overlap. So, But those are three common ones. There are others. Um, the timing is usually between the 5th and 15th of March in north-central Texas in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. It will be a week earlier if you're 100 miles south. It'll be a week later if you're 100 miles north. That's just kind of the law of averages. This year, everything's about five days later because of the February cold spell, maybe a week later. So we're kind of in the middle to the toward the end of the pre-emergent time. Next week at this time, I would be telling you, well, I wish you'd put it on earlier. So right now I'm telling you, I wish you would put it on sometime in the next uh, uh, two or three days. Don't know if I'd put pre-emergence out today with the rain expected tonight. We don't know what it's going to be like. I honestly did not listen to the weather forecast just now. So, But if, if you get a heavy rain, that's not good. Uh, anyway, tomorrow would be great. Um, so you put, it, put the granules out now, and then you repeat the application 90 days later. That would be in, this time in June. You need that booster shot because the pre-emergent weed killers are good for about 100 days, and our growing season is much longer than that. And so the weeds would have a chance to germinate in the summer, and you might have the problem all over again. All right, so that is the pre-emergent time. They're safe on any kind of lawn grass as long as it's an established lawn. And people start saying, well, what about if it was planted in October? Uh, I don't know. What about September? Uh, a little more comfortable, but well, about August. Okay, whatever. But not if it was planted over the winter. <laughs> Come on, don't don't nickel and dime me on this thing. It really should have been planted last summer sometime or in the spring, and then you'll be okay. Um, what else? Do I, it's safe under trees and shrubs, yes. In, in flower beds, you ought to be using either preen or uh, another product that you could use is... Uh, 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 a maze. That's one that's uh, fairly common. A maze. I think that's everything. That's what I wanted to tell you. Let's uh, go back to our phone lines. Uh, no, I need to, that was my most asked question of the week. need to tell you that that was sponsored by Sunburst Shutters, and then we'll go back to the phone lines. Sunburst Shutters. If you're thinking about replacing whatever the old window treatment is, maybe it's newspapers on the window, that would be a serious upgrade to put Sunburst Shutters in your windows. They are beautiful. We have them in our windows. We've had them for about 10 years, and they're as pretty as they were the day that we put them in. There is, uh, they're made of polywood. Polywood is a man-made material that doesn't crack or warp or split or peel. It's just a gorgeous uh, product. 
and I hope that you will consider uh, letting them come out and show you what they look like in your windows. They'll hold up samples of the two and a half, three and a half, or four and a half inch louver size. They're plantation style shutters. The bigger the louver, the fewer lines that you see when you open them wide open, and that's a, that's a good thing. You can see your pool or your patio, or if you have a maybe you're overlooking a golf course, or maybe you're just overlooking your backyard, and that can be just a beautiful thing as well. That is sunburst shutters, and they are uh, they are made to last and last and last. They're highly energy efficient. So, and boy, did we notice that during the cold spell. We have good windows double pane windows but when we opened the sunburst shutters to look out and see the snow oh my goodness you could just feel the cold coming in the sunburst shutters kept it out oh goodness you'll like these sunburst shutters you can see what they look like by going to the website at sunburstshutters.com and by the way every one of the sunburst shutters is made specifically for the window that uh, it's going to go in they are custom fit. That's why they fit so well. You can call and have them come to your home. That's the best way to take a look at them at sunburstshutters.com, 214-343-2601, 214-343-2601. One more time, that's 214-343-2601, sunburstshutters.com. Hi, I'm JJ from Ace Hardware of Richardson at the corner of Coit and Beltline. When you need reliable, localized help and those great Weber grill products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. What a good friend he is. Thank you, JJ, very much. Now we go to Brenda in Quitman. Brenda, this is Neil. You're finally on the air. How can I help you? Okay, my pampas grass looks like... You know, it's really had a hard snowfall. So what do we do with them? Cut them back or just leave them like they are? No, if you if you leave them like they are, they're going to look bad all year. And eventually the green leaves will come out through, but it'll look like, uh, look like salt and pepper hair. What you need to do is trim it uh, with a machete or with whatever you can use to cut through it. Uh, and I don't need to tell you this. I'm sure you've already experienced it, but you need to wear heavy gloves and long oh, yeah. sleeve clothes and long pants because it is those are wicked blades. Um, yes. cut, cut it above any new growth that's already forming. Don't cut new growth because if you do, you'll have those those straight cut leaves forever all season and it'll be ugly. So uh, you'll you'll want to cut just maybe uh, three inches beyond wherever any green growth is down in the tuft of the the center. Get it done as soon as you can. Okay, well, I don't think we've got any green on it. I've got one of them that's probably five feet tall, and so we're going to have a fun time cutting that one down. Well, okay. Yeah, I would I would cut it probably to uh, 18 inches, something like that. If you don't see any green growth, they'll sprout out. I'm I'm reasonably sure they'll sprout out. Yeah, because they're pretty old. We've had them probably yeah. five or six years, so they're all. Right. They all okay, look like that all across North Texas. Okay, thank you so much. I You're welcome. It. Thanks for waiting on me. I appreciate that. All right, I'm not going to put him on hold again, make him wait any longer. Travis in Dallas. This is Neil. How may I help you? Yes, sir. Same question as Brenda, different plant. Yeah, I know. Uh, Asian jasmine. Yes, um, do I cut it back? Yes, sir. Do I, what do I do? It's brown. It same same thing. You need to cut it, need to trim it, probably down to about uh, two or three inches and uh, uh, let it uh, green back up. It'll come from the, from the ground, from the, from the uh, below-ground runners, and uh, it'll be beautiful when it comes up, but it will come up. You saved me a lot of stress. I will get it cut up. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for the call very much. All right. Yeah, you know, and I say that with great confidence. I've, I've lived in the Dallas-Fort Worth area for 50 years now, and I've seen it freeze before. Uh, it's always come back. I hope it will come back this year. I say that about some of the other plants. There are some I know won't. Pittosporum's not going to come back. Uh, when it freezes like it froze, it's not going to come back. I don't think the wax leaf ligustrums that I've seen are going to come back. I don't think that the uh, I don't think that the um, uh, uh, Indian hawthorns are going to come back. I think they're cooked. Um, and that really surprises me. So anyway, all right, we have Bob in Arlington. We'll go to him in just a moment. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. You know, I, I mentioned to you earlier that um, 
the uh, chapter one is uh, is the basics of gardening in Texas, and I mentioned to you that uh, I have the 1990 plant hardiness zone map, and that I I didn't mention that I feel that the USDA's 2012 map uh, is in error. I think that they overrated the uh, importance of the uh, early uh, 2000s and the warm winters that we had and it kind of skewed the hardiness zones i think this winter took it right back down where it needs to be if they were to do a hardiness zone map now i think it'd take it back closer to the 1990 map actually we've had two winters since uh, 2012 that, that would bring that average down again you need to use that 1990 map that's uh, on page five of chapter one that's one way that the book can really save you money the book's 34.95 that's not much of a, a goal for me to set uh, to, to prove that this book will pay for itself. Chapter 2 is a calendar of when you plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants in your landscape and garden. And people tell me that chapter pays for itself in, in a couple of months. And so I think you'll find that then chapters 3 through 11 on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables with lengthy charts and and detailed information on all of those topics. This book will help you be successful in gardening. 840 of my best photos, 344 pages. This is a hardcover book printed in Texas on high quality paper. And still, it's only $34.95 plus tax and postage. And the reason is I did not go through a publisher and I didn't go through, I'm the publisher, and I didn't go through a, a distributor. I didn't put it in stores or on Amazon. It, it, the store is my, my house. <laughs> it's, they're all in my house right now. The few remaining copies, the several hundred remaining copies of the fourth printing are in my house and I'll be signing them this weekend I will be out by Monday and so if you'd like to get one of those you need to order it now and uh, we'll have a fifth printing but it's going to be delayed by three or four weeks because of a paper shortage so if you'd like to get it at $34.95 plus tax and postage here is how you do it go to neilsperry.com you can call my office Monday if you want I, I think we'll have copies I hope uh, it's 800-752-GROW, G-R-O-W. That's 800-752-4769. But the better way, by far, is to order it right now at neilsperry.com. I'll be signing books tonight. I'll be happy to sign one for you. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. Oh, they're good. WBRoofing.com. Wortham Brothers. Advanced Foundation Repair. Leaders in the foundation repair industry at 214-333-0003. If you think you might have a foundation problem, you need to call for that free home inspection. They'll come out and do a very thorough inspection of your foundation. They have a very sophisticated way of doing that. It's almost like a topographic map of your floor, of your foundation. They will show you where there are problems if there are. If there aren't, they'll tell you that. They'll say, hey, thanks for inviting 
inviting us out. You don't have any foundation problems. Here is our card. If you ever need us, call us back. But for now, you're good. Thanks for inviting us. And, and uh, if you do have a foundation problem, they'll show you exactly where it is, what it is, and uh, what they would do to remedy it, what it would cost. You're under no obligation. There is no cost for the, uh, no charge for the uh, inspection of your foundation. Advanced Foundation Repair. They were the first to do a lot of what I described, and they were the first to do a lot of the processes that they use in repairing foundations. They patented some of those processes. I hope that you will give them a chance to look at your foundation. You will probably save a great deal of money. They are very good. People have uh, written to me and told me how grateful they are for my recommending Advanced Foundation Repair. They've been in business a long time. I've advertised for them now. I'm in my 26th year of doing so. Advanced Foundation Repair. FoundationRepairs.com. Plural. FoundationRepairs.com. 214-333-0003. It's Advanced Foundation Repair. I'm Bill Jablonowski from Jabo's Ace Hardware in Keller, Capel, and Fort Worth. Each Ace Hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community and who's there to answer your questions. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Bill, very, very much. Please be sure to let them know that you appreciate their sponsorship. Let's go back to the phone lines. Let me give you the phone number before I do that, though. It is 888-787-KLIF. 888-787-5543. Give me a call right now. We have an open line finally for you. Bob is in Arlington. Bob, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Yes, sir. Uh, great show on all the frozen plants. Uh, a lot of information. I appreciate that. Got <laughs> your book you. in the, I got your book in the mailbox uh, yesterday. Good. Okay. What I've got, you've answered all the questions I really had to ask, except for something that happened last year. Uh, got a bunch of raised gardens in Granbury. Got the good high dollar dirt. Uh, Nuts Edge got into it. Ooh. And I don't want to put, you know, it says on the back of the poison bottle, don't put it in your vegetable gardens. And I let some trumpet vines go too high. And, of course, the, spree, the seed sprinkled in there. And somebody said cover it. And, you know, it's just black plastic for a year. Did I do good there? Um. We just... We didn't have gardens and anything except pots, but I've got some great big raised gardens. So, in other words, last year you solarized it, you put the black plastic over it all exactly. of 2020? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, th- I think you'll find out when you uncover it this year, see if you have any nuts edge that comes up. <laughs> okay. Does that, I mean, I, everybody I talked to, you, you know, nobody knew what to do because you can't really poison your tomato plants. I wouldn't. Well, hang on. Hang on just a second. Uh, okay. if, you, if you use image or sedge hammer, yeah. Those, are, those are the materials that are recommended for controlling nutsedge. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And I've, right, I've hang used on. Those before, hey. but then I read. All right. You know that's probably not good to eat. Well, you're not using them while you're having a garden there. That that was not what I was going to say. What I was oh, going to tell okay. you is, if you had taken the same time interval uh, and had used those materials, they would have been dissipated long before. Uh, okay. A year, so that's that was the other option that you had. Solarization does work. I don't know if it would work in only one year. Okay, but you can use that. Of course, not Roundup. You wouldn't want to do that, and then plant next year. Is that right? I, I'm saying if you use Image or Sedge Hammer and put them on, they they need to be applied between May and September, uh, inclusive. Okay. And okay. use them according to label directions. If you have nutsedge, you may not have any now, but if you use them according to label directions, by next planting season next year, if you open it up and you don't have the black plastic over, rainfall and other just oh. life should have them dissipated. They should be gone. They are not persistent in the soil for that length of time. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds good. I just wanted, didn't want to. I'm talk talking about the original help. image, by the way. Yeah. I need to need to clarify that because image okay. is a, a product that now is uh, has a lot of different variations. So that's the one I want to use. Image. No, you, know, you didn't hear me. I'm talking about the original image that was intended for use on nutsedge. There are other products 
in the image line now. It's it's like some of the other products where they, uh, Roundup is a good example. You use that one. Roundup was highly successful 40 years ago, and so the people right. who made Roundup said, "Oh, we have a we have a recognized name here. Let's make some other products and call them also oh, Roundup. Okay. Here's Roundup for this, Roundup for that, Roundup for something else." Well, that makes it very difficult for me to give a recommendation of these products. Like image, I now have to go back and muddy the water and clear everything up and say the original image says it's for nuts edge. And so, you know, I could tell you to use the such and such colored bottle, but you just need to make sure that you get image that is for control of nuts edge. I got you. Yeah. All right. All right. Or sedgehammer. Yeah. All right. Have a good day, Bob. Thank you. Appreciate your call. Let's go to Lori and Anna. Lori, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Oh, I'm so excited to talk to you. I've been thinking about you all week. I couldn't wait till this show started. Thank you. (laughs) Um, So my problem is I did some beautiful planning years ago on my fence when I first moved in about 12 years ago. And the, the central point is a chase tree. And it's I didn't realize at the time that I could have kept trimming it back and not let it get to be a big tree because all of the other beautiful plants I've had have slowly died off because it's too much shade. Mm-hmm. So my question is, can I cut it far enough back that it would be more of a, not a bush, but maybe that I would have more, or do I need to remove that in order to put another chase tree in and watch and make sure I keep trimming it correctly so it doesn't get so huge? Um well, that's a good question. How how large are you thinking that it needs to be? Or how small? How small? Um, just I'm not sure what the height would be. It, it's just that I have uh, I have Russian sage and autumn sage and uh, ro- trailing rosemary. Right, I understand pan-pan. that. But how how far yeah. away are they? Um, I don't know about. Maybe I'm trying to think. If I was laying down, maybe two feet at the most okay i don't think you yeah and and i want to explain to people when she talks about uh a chased tree she's talking about a vitex most most people know it as vitex um the uh the one that that you would probably want to use has a great name i you know lilac chased tree is is a great name anyway I, where it got that yeah. name i got i got to do the research on that sometime figure out where that came from but uh, there is a there is a dwarf variant of that that you ought to be looking for and it's called blue oh. diddly <laughs> it's a great name blue diddly oh, okay. yeah and if you can so get that it's it's okay. a smaller it's a smaller variety that is one third the size of the of the regular one. I took mine out. I I pruned it a couple of times, and I just said, you know what? I have this uh, plant that when I'm through pruning it, it has a trunk that is eight inches in diameter, and now I have this plant that doesn't look like an eight inch diameter tree. I'm not satisfied yeah. with it, and so I I took it out and put something else in. Uh, Blue uh, Diddly is a proven winter plant, so I, I think you'll have no trouble finding it probably. Not now, oh, but maybe perfect. a little later this spring. Okay. Oh, you made my day. Thank you so very much. You're welcome. Appreciate your call very, very much. All right, let me see where I am now. I need to take a break, and we'll come to Craig. Oh, Craig, we need to talk. Craig in Plano wondering about Dichondra for our area and i'll try to help him uh, we have a couple open lines this has been a fun program today i'm kind of glad to move past the is it dead questions and move on to some other things that's good too although those are important i understand i understand exactly how you feel uh, the phone number is 888-787-klif 5543. Call right now if you will. You'd be right behind Craig if you call now. Uh, the message I need to bring to you is from Callaway's Nursery. Make the best of spring with homegrown vegetables. They are packed with flavor and nutrients and plenty of self-satisfaction. And you know what? There's some teaching moments in growing vegetables at home as well because you can have a child or grandchild help you. Callaway's Nursery has an incredible selection of delicious and healthy edibles at all night Dallas-Fort Worth locations. Vegetables just taste better when you grow them yourself, and it's so rewarding, an activity the whole family can enjoy. A vegetable garden is sure to add life, color, and beauty to your containers or to your landscape. Start small with a few edibles in containers on your patio, or go all in with a full edible garden in your whole backyard. Well... 
You'll have great success with 4-inch pots of Chef Jeff's Vegetables. These big, healthy vegetables are just $2.99 each. Enjoy new favorites of heirloom varieties of tomatoes and peppers and squash and more, and they have all the other proven and great vegetables as well. Their Texas certified nursery professionals are there to help you. You want to tap into their wealth of expert knowledge. They are great at Callaway's. You'll love Callaway's. If you've not ever been to a Callaway's nursery, you're in for a real treat. They founded here in Dallas-Fort Worth, and they are still here. They are a local, independent retail garden center. That's exactly what I'm looking for, and they just happen to be here with multiple locations. Visit one of their open-air stores, order online, or use their convenient curbside pickup. Just call your local Callaway's, place your order over the phone. Go to Callaway's.com to find a location near you. Open seven days a week from 9 to 6 for your convenience. That's Callaway's Nursery. You can get your pre-emergent weed control products there, too. Don't delay. Get them now. Callaway's Nursery. Life lived beautifully. Callaway's.com. This is the Ben Shapiro Show. Remember, the only reason he's president is because he was Barack Obama's vice president. He's not responsible for anything that he has done over the course of the last several months. And then he takes advantage of a vaccine program not created by him and a distribution program not headed by him and then says that he is the guy who made all of it happen, which is just not true. And the media, of course, are just sycophantically drooling over the guy. I'm Ben Shapiro. Join me Monday afternoon from 2 to 4 right here on Real News and Information 570 KLIF. All right. Let me tell you right now about Baylor Scott and White Health. We love this place. We were at a, a work day for the Crepe Myrtle Trails at McKinney this morning, and and uh, a lady said, "Oh, I am so fond of uh, Baylor." And uh, I said, "Well, my wife right there. Introduce you to her. Is on the board of Baylor uh, Scott and White." McKinney and I told her why and how much uh, we thought of Baylor Scott and White and how much they meant to our family and we talked a little bit more and this is just a, a long time journey for our family and how much Baylor has meant to us you'll have that same feeling when you uh, get involved with the the doctors and other professional staff at Baylor Scott and White Health all over Texas. Nobody ever said you need to be sick to get better. That's why Baylor Scott and White Health is innovating how people get well and stay well. It's where prevention might just be the prescription. Teaching is on their treatment plan and everyone is always on the same team. It happens to be your team. At Baylor Scott and White they believe being better is a way of life and that begins with their commitment to put patients and members at the core of everything they do. Patients are why the professionals at Baylor Scott & White work tirelessly to make health care work better. That ensures we all can access the care we need when we need it. Your friends at Baylor Scott & White say better is who we are. It's who we've always been. It's who we always will be. It's what drives us to look beyond the hospital walls and push beyond the status quo, never settling for anything less. And it's how we create health care experiences that inspire a life well lived because that's what being better is all about. Baylor Scott and White Health, changing health care for the better. Learn more at getbettertexas.com. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. How can you get the best bang for your buck when you go nursery shopping? Well, if you're buying a large shade tree that's been bald and burlapped, you need to keep in mind that there's been a loss of roots associated with the digging. You need to look closely at the tree's top growth. If it has very few leaves or if the leaves that it does have are small and weak, don't buy it. Check the trunk for signs of gouging or rubbing and look closely at the burlap. If it's extremely fresh, consider that the tree may just have been dug and may not yet be showing transplant shock. That's especially a factor if you're buying a tree form Yopon Holly. I will not do ads in my program for freshly dug new shipment Yopon Hollies because there is too much chance that they're going to drop a lot of leaves before too much longer. Trees that have been dug for a good period of time should have exhibited any problems are likely to crop up. Those are the ones you really want to go for. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. I want to tell you once again about Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware people. When you uh, folks... When you go in, one of the first things they'll do is greet you and welcome you and thank you for coming into the store. And then they'll say, how can we help you? And uh, if the person who greets you is not the expert on painting or, or uh, plumbing or 
gardening or whatever it is, they will find the person who is, and they will make sure that you are immediately served, or if there's somebody there uh, already being helped, he'll be right with you or she'll be right with you. And uh, then you'll get the help that is personalized for your needs, and they'll listen to your questions, and they'll answer your questions, and then they may have a question or two of their own, just to make sure that you get professional help to, to succeed with your project. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to find a great deal of miracle Grow potting soil, and uh, that's in two cubic foot bags. The sale price is $12.99. You save $3 with your Ace Rewards card. Pay only $9.99. There is a limit of 60. 60. Yes! Your plants want to show off. Give indoor and outdoor container plants the right ingredients to grow bigger and more beautiful. With miracle Grow Potting Mix, they're specially formulated mixed feeds for up to six months for more blooms and more color. It grows plants twice as large versus unfed plants. Ace stores, parts of our neighborhoods with people you already know. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. The stock market is up and unemployment is up. Why are those two things not in sync? I'm Ernie Brown. Lots of news to talk about. Join me Monday at 4 on 570 KLIF. Thank you, my friend Ernie. Tell you about Neil Sperry's eGardens. It comes from my computer to your email box every Thursday a little after 6 p.m. And it is like an old-fashioned garden section. If you want to see what it looks like, go to my website to neilsperry.com and click on the eGardens tab. You will see the latest issue of eGardens there, and you'll also see the sign-up spot where you can subscribe to it. It's free and always will be. And I need to warn you also, or tell you, so you don't feel like you need to be warned, that I'll never give or sell your email address to anybody, and I'm certainly not going to spam you myself. So you don't have to worry about getting on some kind of a strange mail list just because you've signed up for eGardens. Join the 70,000-plus people who get eGardens each week. We'd love to have you uh, uh, get eGardens. You'll have one story each week that's a featured plant of the week, one a featured question of the week, the most asked question for that week. Uh, you'll also find gardening this weekend where I point out the things that need to be done in the next three or four days of that weekend. Uh, one of the stories this past week was uh, the uh, reaction of uh, probably the 20 most common landscape plants that we have and how they have fared coming out of the cold damage that they faced a, a month ago. Diane Sitton did a wonderful story on whirly gigs in the landscape. Take a look at it by going to the place where you sign up for it at neilsperry.com. Click on eGardens. Neil Sperry's eGardens. I'm Michael Stone from Stone's Ace Hardware in Casa View in East Dallas. Whether you're looking for help with your home, your garden, your grilling, or even your home brewing, come see Jen and I at the corner of Gus Thomason and Ferguson. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Michael, very much. Let's go back to the phone lines. We have Craig in Plano. Craig, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Neil. First time and long time. Thank you. And and how about them Buckeyes? They boy, they'd like to give that thing away. I don't know if you were listening. I was doing an ad and I was having a hard time concentrating at the last. They uh, they they gave up an eight point lead and and uh, Michigan missed the last shot right at the buzzer. Oh my gosh! So, but I was paying attention. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah. Well, I I grew up in high school in California and I was in charge of all the landscaping for my parents at this wonderful, beautiful house. Had a lovely dichondra path with paved stones in it, and in my yard I got a little horseshoe-shaped uh, uh, brick wall that's in a covered area, and I noticed I had dichondra growing on one side of it as a weed, and uh, I got some nice little 18-inch planters that go around this area, and uh, all the plants have been torn out since the city uh, replaced this wall around Christmas, so I have all this beautiful sandy loam, and there's not a plant in it, and I was just thinking about putting some dichondra seed in there. Uh, don't don't, uh, don't waste your time. I had the same thing happen, though, it's been 20, 25 years ago in my St. Augustine lawn. Uh, I had some dichondra that got started, and was it, each year it got a little bit bigger. I, I didn't worry about it too much. It wasn't terribly aggressive. It's a lovely little weed. I hate to say it about any weed, but it's a lovely little weed. 
and I just kind of watched it. And after a couple of years, it was covering probably a square foot. And I thought, you know, you are pretty enough. I'm going to dig you up, put you in pots, and I'm going to, I put some sod in where it had been. But I, uh, I put it in the greenhouse. And I went in to look at it about two weeks later. I'd been watering, and it was doing fine for a while. But I went in to look at it one day. And it had developed a fungal leaf spot, and it was dead. It had gone in about two days. It had just died. And I thought, okay, that's that's not a good sign. So you, you will never see it used as a ground cover or a turf substitute in our area. It exists in shaded or partially shaded areas uh, beneath our turf grass usually. You'll see it in the spring. You won't see it doing nearly as well in the heat of the summer in full sun. You rarely see it out in the full sun here. We're just we're just too hot, and especially down at ground level, uh, we're too hot. So uh, you, you're welcome to try, and I'd love to see a photo of it in, in July if you can get it to grow in the sun. I want it to succeed, uh, or I wouldn't have tried that that year, but it's just it's not going to work. Yeah, it worked real well in the marine layer off of us. Uh, oh, I know. It's beautiful. I've seen it. Yeah, it's, so, uh, it's beautiful. There is a there is a uh, there is a gray leafed one that is used as a bedding plant and also occasionally as a little bitty uh, area ground cover called Silver Falls. It's a pretty thing, but uh, but not the not the green weed. Yeah, I don't know what yeah, that was called. Yeah, the leaf spot so prevalent in our area. Yeah. All so, right. Any other recommendations for something small and cute like that uh, in a skinny little? <laughs> In a shaded area? In a shaded area. Let me think what I would use in a small area. I probably, that would be a place where I would uh, be willing. Let me tell you why I'm qualifying the the small area in the shade. Uh, There are a couple of things that I like a great deal, but I'm unwilling to try in large areas in shade. I have nothing but shade. Uh, I would use a juga, and I would use dwarf mondo grass in a small area in the shade. And the reason being that uh, both of those uh, can develop a problem and die pretty quickly, and yet both of them are so pretty that I'm willing to uh, take a chance on them uh, in a small area, maybe a, uh, oh, the size of a card table or smaller. I just don't want to... Uh, I've been burned using them in big areas where I spend a lot of time and effort and money in the case of dwarf uh, mondo grass. But I yeah, think either of, those, either of those would be beautiful, and they're very, very short. They'll, they'll be... Uh, less than two inches tall, both of them. Yeah, all these live oak leaves won't get all tangled up in them like I've been digging out of my pool every day for the uh, last. That's pretty brutal, isn't it? Yeah, I understand. <laughs> uh, that's those are two that I would recommend, and there are some other uh, unusual ones that you could try, but those are two that are fairly uh, widely available. Well, thank you very much, Neil. You are welcome. Around. It's good to visit. Bye. I appreciate that. Let me go to Jeff in uh, Dallas. Jeff, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hello, Neil. Good afternoon. Thank My you. wife is an avid gardener, and I wanted to get her a compost bin for her garden for the spring. And I see there's two kinds. There's one that's stationary and one that you can turn. It's kind of on a, a, like in a, in a cylinder. Yes, Do you sir. have any recommendations on those? Um, I, I'm very fond of the stationary kinds because I think they're more practical. The types that turn don't seem to hold very much, and a, a compost pile or bin is going to take a while. Uh, there are, there. I, I had a book once or saw a book once. I don't know that I had it. I think I did have it. I think it was sent to me as a garden writer, uh, whatever it was, 100 Ways to Compost or maybe more than that. And um, so there are all kinds of compost bins and, and techniques. Uh, I think a really nice uh, stationary uh, compost facility of some sort uh, would be my preference, and if you have a, a good permanent one or semi-permanent that uh, looks good and that, that isn't going to decay and uh, or, or crack, you know, some of the plastic things can crack after a year or two, uh, it needs to be very accessible where you can get in with a spading fork or a shovel and turn it and work it and get stuff out of it. Uh, I had uh, a couple of compost bins that I was given to try that were like oversized trash cans. They were broad at the base. They had lids on them, but they sat flat on the ground. They were open on the bottom, and they were hard to hard to access. Uh, 
Um, so you need to think your way through it. But I think a, 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 four, a three-sided uh, a bin is, is very, very practical. I haven't really okay. thought about how I would do it as a gift. That's that's a wonderful gift. I just never thought of it in that capacity. Well, my last gift was your book, so and she loved that. So <laughs> very very thorough book. So thank you very much. My uh, my wife gave me a, a plant stand one year. She didn't know she did. I, I wrapped it and I didn't wrap it. I put a tag on it. From Neil to Neil. Thank you, Lynn. <laughs> she is not a gardener. She would not have known to buy it. <laughs> that's great. Well, I'm not either. So. Yeah. Okay, well thank you for your advice. I think I think if you shop some of the local places you will find that there are some some uh, very good ones. I haven't looked lately. I haven't been out a whole lot for the last uh, 13 months, 12 months. Uh, but I think you'll find that there are some good compost uh, uh, products out out there. Uh, and and then certainly online there are some that can be assembled and put together. That's worth looking at. Appreciate your call very much. Good luck with it. Nice idea. All right. We'll come back and go to Bob in Colleyville in just a moment. Let me get my last break out of the way. And then we're going to have a, a birding feature and uh, and my pastor coming up in just a minute. And, yes, it's the same person doing both. So that's kind of nice. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. This is very likely the last. Well, it is the last ad because the offer is going to have to change. Um don't have enough books to sustain it for another week. This phrase, Lone Star Gardening. It is my fourth printing of my book. Fifth printing will not be off the presses for three or four weeks, I am told, because there isn't enough paper. They can't, they can't do the second half of the printing. Oh, great. It will go on the press, the fifth printing, a week from Monday, nine days from now. And uh, hopefully they'll keep the presses running. They're, they're uh, putting an emergency request in for additional paper. You wouldn't believe... Uh, this will be another printing of 15,000, and you would not believe how big the the volume of paper is for that many books. It, it just is staggering. Uh, I, this is not, you know, it's not like I'm printing a national book or something, so I'm not trying to impress anybody with that, but it just kind of blew me away when I saw it. Wow, it's a lot of pallets when it's all uh, off the press and cut and, and stacked. Uh, this is a book that will help ensure your gardening success. It is 344 pages, 840 of my best photographs, and uh, it is 11 chapters. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter 2 is that text form calendar. In other words, all words. It's not a calendar that looks like a grid. It's just a, a four pages per month that tell you what needs to be planted, pruned, fertilized and sprayed in that month so you can turn to the next month and see all the things that you need to get done during that month for any part of the state of texas chapter three is a really detailed chapter on trees with a lot of different lists and a lot of information on how to be successful growing trees in texas and uh, chapter four shrubs then vines and ground covers annuals perennials lawns fruit and vegetables oh my goodness there is a lot of information in Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. It is a totally different layout than the old 1991 Complete Guide book. That book is vastly out of date now. This is the one you want. It's only $34.95 plus tax and postage. It is not in stores and it's not on Amazon. It won't be anywhere after about Monday. It will be out of the fourth printing. I sign every copy as it sells, so I'll be signing tonight and tomorrow afternoon and night. I encourage you very strongly to go ahead and get it ordered. You order it from my website or by calling my office Monday. And uh, the website is neilsperry.com. I sign them as, a, as they sell. It's N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. The uh, number to call, if you want to call, is 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. And that number will be occupied starting Monday at 9 a.m., 9 to, 9 to 5. So give a call if you wish. The better way, though, to be sure you get it is at neilsperry.com. Satisfaction guaranteed. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. 
Nobody will do you a better foundation repair job than Advanced Foundation Repair. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is very affordable. They invite you to give them a call. 214-333-0003. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of your house. Do what we did. Call Advanced Foundation Repair. On the web, it's foundationrepairs.com. 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair. Homegrown goodness, that's what Mueller is all about. They've been producing quality steel buildings and metal roofing right here in Texas for 90 years. Well, now you can grow a Mueller greenhouse right in your own backyard. That's a nice thing to grow. They're easy to assemble, bolt together greenhouses come in five sizes. From 6x9 all the way up to the big 12x21. They've added that size in. They feature a galvanized steel frame with more than 30 designer trim colors from which to choose. With hail-resistant polycarbonate panels, lockable walk door and windows, a Mueller greenhouse will let the sun shine in while it protects your plants year-round. Don't let the weather ruin what you've worked so hard to produce. Get yourself a great greenhouse from a great Texas-grown company. Visit them online at MuellerInc.com. I better spell that. It's M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com. Or you can give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER. 877-268-3553. That's Mueller Greenhouses and a whole lot more. MuellerInc.com. I'm Dan Meyer from Solana Ace Hardware. When you need reliable, localized help with bug control for your home, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. So this whole hour and both hours sponsored by Ace Hardware. And I'm standing in our local Ace Hardware in McKinney the other day. And this friendly voice from behind me says, hi, Sperry's. And it's my pastor, Pastor Tommy Brummett. Even with my mask on and all of that, he recognized me. Hi, Tommy. How are you? Hey, Neil, how are you this afternoon? I'm doing fine. I'm doing just fine. And uh, that was nice to hear your voice there. I haven't gotten to see you much. And it, so, was, it was good to see you. Yes, actual sir. live Tommy Brummett, not on my not on my little screen on my iPad. <laughs> just a couple more weeks, right? First United Methodist Church is our church, and Tommy is our pastor. And how long till we get to come back into the church, Tommy? So outside worship services on Palm Sunday and Easter, it's on our website. Uh, you can find the times for those multiple services on Palm Sunday, Easter, <laughs> yes. and then inside services uh, on the Sunday after Easter. I love all the processionals and the Palm Sunday uh, uh, march around the church and and <laughs> Stacy's parade from wherever they're oh they're starting at mckillop elementary and and going to her new church and in melissa and oh my gosh it's just people going everywhere it's methodists yeah. all over town all over you, yeah. you, you, as, as, as my grandfather used to say you can't swing a cat without hitting a methodist right? <laughs> i love it I folks that's at sharingtheheart.org say it again <laughs> I don't know if we can say that anymore. But no, probably not. Probably not. Yes, sharingtheheart.org. That's where all of this can be found, and we'll be online uh, this Sunday. Our our uh, traditional service uh, at ten o five. Our contemporary service at eleven ten, and Stacy and our Melissa team at ten thirty. All on our website at sharingtheheart.org. And our parking lot is right across the street from the uh, sanctuary, and Tommy and Abe and others are running back and forth, and I don't know how you're going to do all that stuff, Tommy. I I, I just think we need a video camera to watch it. (laughs) It's just to record it for posterity. It's going to be very much fun. Yes, it is. And it will be really fun. You know, I'm I'm going to confess something because I can't afford it. I looked online, and I was going to try to get Josh and Waverly to help me with this. I was going to put some flat Stanley, you know, like they have at the Mavericks. Games. I was gonna, oh, yeah. I was gonna try to sneak in on a Sunday morning and put those in a few of the pews for you, and I couldn't afford them. They're, those things are expensive. Yes, they are. So just yeah. know that I wanted you to see some faces. I, so, I appreciate it. We'll see faces soon. It'll real be faces, three-dimensional yeah. faces. Tommy, I had a call last hour asking about hummingbird feeders and if it's too early to put them out yet. What do you think? Uh, you know, Mike just asked me that as I was on hold and. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I was looking. I was out walking when he called it. I came home and started looking for my calendars. I marked that kind of thing on my calendars. I think my first hummingbird was April the first, yeah, um, last year. And and so 
So right now is the time to make sure you've got hummingbird feeders. Make sure you clean your hummingbird feeders uh, from last year and get them ready. Uh, so Man, if they've been sitting around that long, they're nasty, Tommy. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, well, I, you know, I, I cleaned mine and, and sacked them up and sealed them away, but I'm going to wash them again uh, before I put them out and, and uh, make my hummingbird uh, nectar, which uh, everybody remembers is uh, is a four-to-one ratio, sugar to water. Yep. Uh, four parts water, one part sugar. And you can just mix that up yourself, put it in your hummingbird feeder, and you'll have hummingbirds all year. That is uh, more fun. It is more fun. You have to be ready when they come because they'll be hungry and they'll be looking for it. And our uh-huh. migratory birds are about to head north. We still have the siskins and a few goldfinches that are starting to turn beautifully yellow. And our blue jays are more active than ever. They have become the boss birds because the mockingbird has left. And mm-hmm. they've, they've mm-hmm. taken over that nasty <laughs> mannerism. i, I got to tell you something I've done, Tommy, and my pastor won't be proud of me, nor is our grandson, Joseph. I've had so much trouble with raccoons eating the sunflower seed out of my cylindrical feeder that I have bought myself. That's what I was buying the other day at the hardware store, a hank of rope. And I tie my, (laughs) every night I go out and I pull the the feeder off to the side, way off to the side. (laughs) And it's it's the only way I can afford to live. I was paying more to feed them than I was to feed my family. <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw a video on YouTube the other day of a, of a raccoon just scooping the sunflower seeds out of a bird feeder, and yes. they will wipe you out in a minute. They yes, do, they, they do indeed. All right, so once again, sharingtheheart.org is the website for our church service tomorrow at ten o five with Pastor Tommy, eleven uh, ten Pastor Abe, ten thirty for Pastor Stacy, who is probably jumping up and down waiting for her new sanctuary to be finished and Melissa, and and then all the other activities coming up. All of that can be found on our website, Neil. All right. FirstUnitedMethodist.org. FirstUnitedMethodist, downtown McKinney, and we are blessed. Thank you, Tommy. Bless you, my friend. See you tomorrow. Thank you. Okay, you got it. All right, and let's go from there to Bob in Colleyville. Bob, this is Neil. You get to follow my pasture. How good is that? Uh, It's a tough act to follow, but I'll do my best. All right, how can I help you? Well, Neil, um, I had a, a number of, of plants that were suffered from the uh, the frost and, and the snow, and uh, I had two tall cylindrical plants that were overgrown. And they, uh, looking at your your eGarden newsletter, you know, don't don't just scratch them, but bend the uh, bend the the, um, the the limb, and it snaps. Right. So we know these are gone, and it's it's not that big of a deal. A lot of the leaves have fallen off, and lo and behold, when I look in there, there's about a three-foot-tall magnolia that's growing in there. Oh, my. So like, wow, I got a free plant. But here's my, my challenge. It's about a foot off my, uh, off my foundation. Yeah, you better move it now before it starts growing anymore this spring. It, it's still dormant enough you could move it, but I wouldn't wait another week. I'd do it this weekend. Okay. Yeah. And the so holly. Even there is not a not an option. Oh no, no. If it's a seedling magnolia, it could develop a trunk 18 inches in diameter. I mean, not quickly, <laughs> but it would. Uh, the holly, I yeah. wouldn't. I would be surprised if a holly were killed by the freeze. It may have been hurt, but I wouldn't think it'd be killed. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take it out just yet. I'd give it two or three more weeks. So I missed by a minute. I misjudged time. I'm sorry to rush you like that, Bob. Thanks for calling, Mike Bass. Great job. Thanks, everybody. Happy gardening.